At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Gonna tell it like it really is. We know Haney doesn't give a shh. Silencing critics, eliminate misses. Two chips never accept on shoulders to get better. Everybody knows the name. Read about it. We're golf teachers, Hall of Fame. Never doubt it. It's time for the truth. Here's our dude. You're listening to Haney. You're listening to Haney. You're listening to Haney. It's time for the truth, here's our dude. You listen in the Haney. Listen in the Haney. Welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast, brought to you by HaneyUniversity.com. My website, HaneyUniversity.com, is where you register for my free instructional videos. It is also where you find out information about getting a golf lesson from me if you have any interest in that. And I am teaching both at my studio in Paradise Valley, Arizona, and uh, starting in the middle of August, I will be teaching in Deerfield, Illinois as well. We'll get you all the information on that as we get a little closer to that date. But if you're interested in lessons, that is where I will be, and I am happy to help you get better at golf. All right, this podcast is my... Uh, Better Late Than Never, recap of the Open Championship, the British Open. I was last week at a hockey tournament with my son, Henry, uh, actually the State Wars Roller Hockey Championships, and I was tied up. But I watched. I watched the uh, Open Championship because I love the Open Championship. I I just didn't have time to talk about it. But I, I, I love the Open Championship. As I said in earlier podcasts, my two favorite tournaments, the Masters and the Open Championship, it's not even close. Uh, a, a little, you know, I'm always a little disappointed when the wind's not blowing the rain absolutely sideways. They got a little weather the last day, but it wasn't like a, like a typical Open Championship. Golf course was awful green, not my favorite setting for an open championship as well. I like when it's uh, playing playing hard and fast. They compared this open championship, obviously, in a lot of ways to, to the one that uh, Tiger Woods won. And, and I heard people you know, comparing Brian Harmon's performance uh, with, with Tiger Woods. And one of the things that was, was interesting is, is, is I was listening to, I think I was listening to Sirius XM. And it was the Fred Couples show. And there's some guy on there with Fred Couples. I don't know who he is. George something. I, wouldn't, uh, I don't know who George is. But it was amazing because he, 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 he had to throw a little dig in there about how Tiger Woods won hitting five irons off the tee because he, he said because he couldn't hit his driver in the ocean. Off a boat in the ocean is what he said. 
George must not know a lot about golf. Because if George would do his research, what George would find out is that during that period of time that George is referring to, and in particular when Tiger won the Open Championship, he was top 10 in total driving on the PGA Tour. But this was a common, common theme of the corrupt golf media during the time that I was working with Tiger Woods is that he could not hit a driver. But the fact of the matter is, is everybody was looking at one statistic, driving accuracy, and when you hit the ball over 300 yards, as we all know today, all you need to do is be able to find your ball and not take penalty shots. And that fairways hit is the least important statistic in the game of golf. But this year's Open Championship was nothing like... Matter of fact, the, the routing may have been the same, although they changed the, the 17th hole, the part three, but the routing may have been the same, and most of the holes were the same, but they didn't. the golf course might as well have been two different golf courses because when you play a baked-out Royal Liverpool and a green, lush Royal Liverpool, it is two totally different golf courses. And the fact of the matter is, is not everybody could have played like Tiger Woods played where he had ironed. And it wasn't a five iron, by the way. It was a two iron. But not everybody could do that because they didn't have that shot. That shot that went about 15 feet off the ground, low stinger that would run out and run out exactly just short of all the bunkers that everybody knows you have to, you have to avoid. And, and in fact, one of the big reasons why Brian Harmon did win the, the Open Championship this year is that he only hit it in two bunkers. And I think, I, I don't even know if they're fairway bunkers, but he only hit it in two bunkers the whole week. Greenside bunkers you can deal with sometimes. Sometimes you can't, but sometimes you can. Fairway bunkers you can never deal with at, at Hoylake. So that's a, that's a big thing. Those are, those are penalty shots. You have to come out sideways. Or backwards. So that's a, a, a true penalty shot. And you have to avoid penalty shots, two chips, and three putts. As we all know, everybody listens to my podcast. And especially at major championships, you, ha- you have to do that. Brian Harmon did it. And Brian Harmon also happened to make 50, uh, 58 out of 59 putts inside of 10 feet. That, along with lack of penalty shots, is a, is a formula that allows you to, to win a golf tournament. But when Tiger won, it was a totally, totally different golf course. And the strategy that he employed could never have been employed this year because the golf course played much softer. And if you went to hit that low stinger, he'd have been hitting another two iron in uh, from, from uh, you know, where he'd left his tee shot on a, on a lot of the holes. But it, when people are comparing, it's, it's, just, it's just amazing. And when I listen to all these people talking, how little they know. And that was just a perfect example. I don't know why I started off with that, but I did start off with that. But Brian Harmon wins the Open Championship, his third win as a PGA Tour member. Uh, prior to that, he won at the John Deere Classic in 2013 or 14, and he won the Wells Fargo Championship in 2017. And that was when the one year when they didn't play it at. Uh, Quail Hollow, still, still a good win. John Deere, always a weak field. But a win is a win on the PGA Tour. Everybody, know, everybody knows that. And it's so hard to win on the PGA Tour, like everybody says. It's so hard to win on the PGA Tour. It's so hard to win on the PGA Tour that Brian Harmon uh, won the Open Championship, won a, a major championship, which, which, which made me think, 
it, it, it isn't that hard to win on the PGA Tour because if everybody can win on the PGA Tour, and Brian Harmon is a nice player. He's played in 340 events. He's got three wins, uh, four runner-ups. He's been on the tour since 2012. Uh, 51 top 10 finishes out of 340 40 events. Made the cut 235 times out of 340 tournaments. But he's won just shy of $32 million in his career. And he is the epitome of what it is to be a consistent, really good player on the PGA Tour. I mean, he's, he's, he's like uh, Charles Howell. I mean, you know, Charles Howell won a Live Golf event this year. And everybody thought, uh, you know, the, the Live Golf uh, guys who love Live Golf, they're like, oh, he's, a, he, he's such a great player. He's always been a great player. I mean, he, he, he isn't a great player. He's made a lot of money. He's played for a long time. Anybody, you know, when the tour turns over every five, every five years, 50% of the tour turns over. So if, you're, if you've been like Brian Harmon and you've been on tour for that long, okay, and you've, been, you've played in 340 events, you've been on tour for, what, 11, 12 years, and you're still out there and you're still plugging along and you're, and you're you know, finishing top tens. And now you finally won a, a, a really, really big tournament, a major championship, one that he thought he, he might never win. As a matter of fact, one of the things that I found interesting when he was interviewed, he said, you know, I, and then this was, this was a, a, the exact same comment that Danny Lee had when he won that uh, LIV event in Tucson this year. He said, you know, I, I was just kind of starting to think that you know, winning just wasn't for me, and I, you know, I'm a good player, but I, I just wasn't going to win. But I just, you know, keep playing, and and obviously, what he's doing is he keeps making money. And Brian Harmon is a money making machine. Charles Howell is a money making machine, and now Brian Harmon is a open champion, and forever he will be an open. Champion. And then is that's just it's 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 absolutely incredible. I mean, I. It's great to see people live their dreams. I mean, I, I love watching now. Now, a lot, a lot of people like not a lot of people like watching somebody live their dreams because the ratings were horrible and everybody's all over that. But I like li- watching people live their dreams, and this was the perfect year to watch somebody live their dream because I I think about this all the time. I think who's the best player in the world, and the obvious choices would be Scotty Scheffler who is putting horribly this year. So it's hard to bet on a guy to win a major when he's putting as poorly as Scotty Scheffler is. Now I'd bet on him to finish top 10, but I wouldn't bet on him to win a major. John Rahm is another one. John Rahm is the one that, that I look at and I think, you know what, he, he, he's a better putter than Scotty Scheffler, almost as good a ball striker, not quite. Uh, John Rahm's the one that that I look at. And I think you know could should be the the number one player in the world. But uh, you know, it, it, I didn't get the feeling that he was going to win coming into it. I mean, he won his major this year. He won the Masters. It was an incredible win, and he played great at at uh, at Hoy Lake, but but not uh, good enough. You know, too too little, too late. Uh, dug himself an early hole and never got out. You know, that's a, and, and that's another thing that you hear all the time when you watch these telecasts. Drives me absolutely crazy. I mean, they try to, it, it's, it's like these announcers act like 
you know, they, they act like an NFL announcer when it's 28 to nothing in the end of the first half. And then they start the second half with the telecast and they go, okay, you know, and then the, 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 the guy who's the lead guy that is asked the an analyst, he says, uh, what is, uh, you know, what is, uh, you know, Jacksonville need to do to get back in this game? And then he starts telling them how they need to, you know, you know, one play at a time and, you know, just open up with a scoring drive, whatever. I mean, they're not getting back in the game and the game's over. And and the same thing, like the, the statistics are overwhelming in golf tournaments. When when you win major championships, you are on the top 10, and you are on the top 10 quick. Now, there's occasionally guys come back. I'm not saying they never do, but the way they, these announcers talk about it, you would think it happens like every week. It's few and far between. And I'm talking about really, really few and far between. And it's it's impressive that Brian Harmon was was on the lead early and stayed on the lead and slept on the lead and handled the lead. And it's it's especially hard to do at the Open Championship because the days are so long, the tee times are so late, and when you're on the lead and you've got to sleep on it, not you know people say how is it sleeping on the lead? Well, it's not just the it, the sleeping on the lead is no problem. I mean, you're asleep, okay. The problem is, is, is when you wake up at 8 o'clock in the morning or 7 o'clock in the morning because your body clock's all messed up, and you wake up at 7 o'clock in the morning, and you've got to be awake on the lead, but you don't tee off for eight more hours. That's where the, that, that's where the real issue is. It's not the, it's not the sleeping on the lead. It's the waking up. And you don't get the tee off for eight hours. That that's the the problem. So it's impressive that Brian Harmon could do what he did and keep the lead, keep plugging along. Uh, obviously, he 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 stayed out of the bunkers. That was the big thing. He's the kind of player that could win an Open Championship. Like, is he going to ever win? You know, could he ever win a Masters? Oh my God! Well, Mike Weir won the Masters. You know, he won a Masters on a the the one of the hardest Masters, if not the hardest Masters that was ever played. Where you know it was it was cold and it was windy and nobody could get to the par fives and and it it brought a lot of people back into play. You know, never say never, but but he his chances of win. If you would look at a Brian Harmon, you say, where does he have a chance to win a major championship? You would say it's going to be the the Open Championship. Or the the U.S. Open. I mean, that's but but more likely the Open Championship because with the, with the U.S. Open, the rough is so penal that when a short hitter hits it in the rough, he he really has a hard time. I mean, I, I, I'd rather be a long hitter in the rough with an eight iron than a short hitter in the rough with a with a, a five iron. Even if you're going to hit more, even if you're going to hit more fairways with with the short hitter, it doesn't matter. The ones you do, the ones you do miss, are going to be a big problem. So, so Brian Harmon is is a player that, like, you look at him and you think, oh, you know, there's a guy that that could contend. And I think people picked him. I think my friend Michael Breed picked him to, to win, and it is it's a good pick. I mean, he'd finished 43rd at the U.S. Open, second at the Travelers. Good, good pick. Uh, you know, uh, Rocket Mortgage, he finished ninth. He finished 12th at the Scottish Open. And there he is. He wins the Open Championship. So, so if you look and say, okay, you know, who's trending? You know, who, who's on this list? And you pick this whole list of all the possible guys that could win. 
And I don't know how far you get down the list, 20, 30, 40, 50 players. And then you start knocking guys off that list uh, for whatever reason, uh, you know, ice cold, uh, putting terrible, uh, you know, whatever reason, you know, it, it, you know, played bad last week, what, what, whatever, whatever reasons you want to knock guys off. But one reason to put somebody on or to keep somebody on that list is, is you know, recently they've been doing pretty good. And, and that is very, very good what Brian Harmon was, you know, the directions that he was trending. So it was a good pick. Uh, but also it's, it's a good pick on a, on a golf course that is, is good for him, you know, better for him. And you look at where he, you know, he does, does play good. I mean, you, it's, not, it's not hard to figure this stuff out. You know, he, he finished second at RSM. Uh, and that was in the fall. And, and that's another short, of course. And they finished at Hilton. He finished seventh. So, so that, th- there you go. I mean, this is what, and Travelers Championship, remember when Rory was talking about that golf course has been passed by because it's not long enough now? Well, then Brian Harmon finished second there. And then the Rocket Mortgage, that's an old-time golf course in, in Detroit, and he finished ninth for ninth there. There you go. Uh, you know, so, so you look at the horses for courses and, and short hitters, and Brian Harmon's not long. I mean, he's, he's, uh, his, his driving distance, he's one of the shorter hitters on tour. I mean, he's, he's, he's obviously short in stature, and he doesn't have a big arc, so he, his, his driving distance is 144th on tour, 293 yards. Didn't used to be short, but it is today. And, and, and that's not, uh, you know, that's, that's his, his weak statistic. So he's going to be a factor on certain courses. But he's a good, consistent player. I mean, he, he, this year so far, tee to green, he's 60th. 48th off the tee, which means he's 144th in distance. So he's very accurate. His eighth in, in uh, driving accuracy. So he's an accurate hitter. 96th in his approach shot to the green. Well, I mean, it's hard to be real low in that statistic when you're hitting longer shots into the green than most of the guys. He's 108th around the green. That's not great, but he's 39th in putting. And by the way, from, from uh, six feet and in on the putts, uh, he's the number one putter on the on the tour, but he's thirteenth from ten feet ten feet and in. And what did he do? Made fifty eight out of fifty nine putts, and and that is why he he won the Open Championship. It wasn't even a contest, and people you know a lot of people think I, I saw that Golf Digest wrote this too. They said oh the tournament was a dud. I mean they're getting really weird with the stuff they're writing, but but uh, you know. <sighs> Watching a guy live his dreams is, you know, something that is, is I, I find fun and cool and neat. But, oh, yeah, everybody would like a contested tournament. What does everybody want? You know, they want, well, back in the day, they wanted Tiger Woods in the last group. Uh, you know, they want Rory McIlroy. Obviously, I mean, they want Rory McIlroy. I mean, you can tell just when you listen to watch the telecast and listen. I mean, it's just like, oh, my God. I mean, can you cheer for somebody any more than that guy? They want Rory McIlroy. Rory McIlroy hadn't won a major since 2014. I mean, you know, sooner or later, you got to think he's going to win another major. But they want Rory McIlroy against Scotty Scheffler and John Rahm, and, and, and that's what they want, you know. And if they, they think if they get that and it's a tie and – they're all battling it out. Then they think, you know what, uh, you know, we're gonna we're gonna get get really good ratings. But but you know what, they're gonna get. They're not gonna get really good ratings because golf doesn't get really good ratings. That's just, this is what what 
you know, cracks me up when they rip on the LIV for the, you know, uh, f- how few people they say watch that. And more people watch it than you think because uh, they watch it a lot of different ways. But golf in general doesn't get, get good ratings. It just, it, it, but it has the right audience. It has the right, right audience. You got the, you know, the, the people that the advertisers want to get to are watching golf. And, and, and it, they, don't have to, they don't have to be like 10 million of them. Uh, you know, for it to be a, a successful uh, situation for television, it, it isn't. But, but three and a half million people, or whatever, watch. Okay, and, and you know, it was five and a half million in you know two thousand whatever. Ah, well, what's the difference? Three and a half, five, four and a half. What, what's what, what? What? You know, it was a blowout. You know, you, you, the announcers can t- t- tell you, you know, oh, this guy's still got a chance. He's mounting a chance. I love it when the telecasts come on. The guy goes, he's mounting a challenge. He's mounting a challenge. He's eight shots back. He thought there's no challenge. He's done. Stop showing him. What are we showing him for? Just so we can look at his swing? I mean, it, it, he's not going to win. It doesn't know. There, there's not enough holes left. The other guy's not going to collapse that much. I mean, he, the other guy hits it down the middle. What, how's he? He's he's made, hadn't missed a putt inside of inside of ten feet. How, how's he going to collapse? He, you know, I mean, there there, there isn't going to be a collapse. But boy, they wanted one, and the fans wanted one too. I mean, they were rooting against him. Uh, Harmon said there was the stuff they were saying was uh, you know was uh, terrible. He took it good. That's nice. He's a good champion, you know. It just, uh, you know, kind of shows shows where golf is. Golf is not, you know, when when golf doesn't have a dominant number one player, it's not as good. I mean, any sports like that. But when you've got a blowout, and you got players, you know, that like a Brian Harmon, it's like it's like you know you, you got. You know, the Jacksonville Jaguars, or I don't mean to pick on them, but they're playing the Carolina, you know, Panthers or something. And it's a, you know, and the Panthers have a three touchdown lead. I mean, what do you, what kind of, what do you think the, well, what do you think the ratings are going to be like? I mean, they, they are what they are. Actually, I thought that was pretty good. They said three and a half million instead of five. I mean, what, what, that's pretty good. I mean, a blowout with a with a guy that uh, you know nobody would uh, you know would, would would turn on their TV to watch. They're, you know they're watching the tournament, but they're not watching. They're not turning on to watch Brian Harmon. But actually, how about how many players are there that they would turn the TV on to watch? See, that's the thing. That's why that that's one of the reasons why golf can't be all fractured up with this live over here and PGA Tour over here. They're, they're, they're not enough. They're, they're not enough names. They're not enough names to divvy it up. I mean, there just isn't. I mean, they need everybody they got. They need all hands on ship. On ship. I mean, that's that's just what they need. And uh, when when you don't, you know, then then you get something that maybe uh, not as many people watch. But but I I I enjoyed it. I liked watching them. You know, I, I was like everybody else. So I'm like, well, I wonder if he'll have trouble on Sunday. But he didn't. You know, he, he kept it together, and and uh, it's a tribute to him. He's got a lot of experience. He's played for a long time. They say he's a tough, tough, uh, tough as a you know, tough competitor. We'll find out at the Ryder Cup. That's one they keep talking about. You know, Zach Johnson was talking about what a great Ryder Cup. You know, that's a big one. The Ryder Cup. Everybody you know, can't wait for the Ryder Cup. Oh, the rah rah Ryder Cup, the exhibition. They act like it's something. Oh, my gosh. Can't wait to talk about that, too. The Ryder Cup team is coming together, and Brian Harmon's going to be a part of it. Good. I like. You know what? I love to see guys 
part of all this stuff. I like to see guys win majors that haven't won before. I like to see guys who haven't played in a Ryder Cup get to play in a Ryder Cup. You know, it, it, it's, it's all good. It's fun. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb. Tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Golf's great. You know, golf's great to watch. I don't care who's playing. I don't care who's winning, but this is this isn't about the the, the lack of you know uh, interest in golf was not because of Brian Harmon, 
it's because where golf is missing, it's missing Tiger Woods. I mean, you know, spoiled for a long time. Got the dominant athlete of, uh, you know, maybe of all time. And and now he's 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 not there. Remember when somebody said who's gonna be the the next Michael Jordan in basketball? When Michael Jordan returned, they said, Well, the next Michael Jordan's playing golf. But who's taking over him, his place now? Nobody. And nobody's going to. And that's where we are. So you you divvy it up and everybody gets to go along their way and you know, they all make a lot of money. And that's what it's all about anyways, like I always say. But when you can make a lot of money, like Brian Harmon said, he's made $32 million. But he also won a big, big, big trophy. And that is, that's cool. Ben Curtis won the Open Championship. Remember him? There's always some some upsets. And when you don't see one for a while, it's uh, it's the do theory. And I... I had this feeling that the, that it was going to be, you know, something, some, someone this year. I always pick the best players to win majors, but someone this year was going to win that nobody expected, and uh, it 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 definitely it definitely happened right there, and, and it happened at the uh, at the U.S. Open too with 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 Wyndham Clark. So it it happened there on, on you know two out of three, and then. You, or two out of four, and then you got the, you know, you got John Rahm, and uh, you got Brooks Koepka winning the other two. And if I was a bet man going forward, I would bet that with the four majors that happen every year, two of them are going to go to guys like Wyndham Clark's and Brian Harmon, and two of them are going to go to guys that are more uh, household names. And that's because no one is a clear, dominant, dominant player in golf today. That's the, that's the fact. All right. Hope everybody enjoyed the podcast. Hit the follow button on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. And we will talk to you soon on the Hank Kenny Podcast. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.